It's the Real Estate Podcast, across every state, city and town of Australia. And welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Podcast, available on iHeartRadio every morning, also on Spotify and Apple, and wherever you get your podcast from. It is a Thursday morning, the 28th day of July for 2022. Yes, the month is running out. Coming up, we're going to be looking at the Melbourne auction scene with Fabian Sinel who is right in the thick of all the auctions going on there right now. And if you're celebrating your birthday for the 28th today, you are sharing it on the same day as Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis. She would have been celebrating today, but she died back in 1994. And of course, inflation was the big talking point yesterday. It's the highest it has been in 21 years, currently now sitting at 6.1%. And it looks like next week all predictions are the RBA is going to raise the cash rate another 50 basis points. In the June quarter, one of the biggest increases that was announced yesterday was new dwellings. So that's construction costs up by 5.5%, petrol up by 4%, which we are all feeling. And the shortage of building supplies and labour combined with high freight costs and a high level of new building construction is all helping push up the cost of a newly built property. Now just take a look at those vegetables. They went up 7.3%. Remember this is just for between March and June and the September quarter the economists are predicting not great things for and the current trend is likely to continue and when you factor in that a good chunk of this pain is coming from the Ukraine war trying to get Putin to the negotiating table when he knows that it's far better for him to keep fighting and being a global disruptor to the world economy is such a dangerous position that we are all in. So as you can see, things are not great. But if anybody can manage the storm, the Aussies can. From first home buyers to property investors and everything in between. Every morning on the Real Estate Podcast. It's the main centre forecast with propertybuyer.com.au. All right, let's check on your weather around Australia. And good morning if you're in Sydney this morning expecting a sunny Thursday. Your high of 19 degrees. Melbourne, the showers to increase and a high of 13. Brisbane, blue skies with sunshine in 20 degrees. And in Perth, the rain is also turning up and a high of 21 degrees. Grab your coffee and switch on your real estate breakfast every weekday morning from 6.30. Let's talk Melbourne Property and Auctions, a podcast series with Fabian Sinelli. And what is happening in the Melbourne market right now? Well, let's find out and welcome to the podcast Fabian Sinelli, Managing Director and Auctioneer from EYS Auctions. A very good morning to you, Fabian. Welcome back to the Breakfast Podcast. Good morning, Craig. How are you? Pretty good. You're still battling a little bit. Still got a little bit of COVID going on, but you're you're powering through it. 
Oh, powering through it. We've been very, very lucky with mild symptoms across our household. But, you know, look, avoided it for two and a half years. It was never going to – we were never going to avoid it forever. Yeah, roll on spring. And we're going to get to spring in just a moment. But we are looking at the state of the Melbourne property and auctions. And every time that we get to speak, it seems like something's happened between our interviews. So many different talking points in the market. Almost hard to track. It's very hard to track at the moment. The good news, though, is that I feel like this is probably the first show that we've had in a number of weeks where I genuinely think we are experiencing a stabilised market. I, I think the Melbourne market at the moment is is stable. Clearance rates aren't really dropping. Yes, they're not rising, but importantly, they're not dropping any further than where they sit at the moment. A really interesting stat that I found the last week or so is, and, and I've had this backed up with a number of my clients, Private sale clearance rates within 30 days right now for Metro Melbourne are at 11% and clearance rates for auctions, which is typically a 30-day campaign, 30-day period, is at 60% or hovering around 60%. So I still know which which method I'd rather take in this market. So that's a really telling stat to, to give vendors confidence that the auction methods are still well, well above a private sale method in this particular market. I also think the media have done a, a wonderful job for us in, in, in uh, I won't use that word conditioning. I know it's a very, very hot word that a lot of agents like to use. Let's go with the word educating. I think the, the media have done a wonderful job in educating sellers and agents alike about the current state of play in Melbourne and the market conditions, that it's not where it used to be. And, and that's really helping in bridging the gap. But I also am noticing as well, Craig, that with the auctions that not only I'm doing, but within my business, because I speak to my auctioneers every Saturday and Sunday, and as long as the reserve prices are within the quoted range or the advertised price range, you have a, a wonderful opportunity to sell. The moment that reserve is outside that advertised price range, the buyers for that particular property are going to smell blood and they just will not actively bid to that level. Yeah, and something that we're talking about on Saturday is low offers, low ball offers. It seems that some buyers are going in way too hard and fast with very low-end offers, and in many cases, they're not doing themselves any favours because they're missing out on the property that they're trying to secure. So how much of that are you witnessing right now since we last spoke? Unfortunately, I'm witnessing it quite a bit and it generally happens at the very start of the auction because that's when the buyers want to suss out their current competition or they want to suss out whether the auctioneer accepts that opening bid. Look, I had a perfect example over the weekend where the property was quoted, I think it was 1 to 1.1 and we had an opening bid of 800,000. Between you and me, I ask for an opening bid at any level always. I always say, let's get the auction going because it's all about building momentum. I do it to myself. You know, I ask the buyers to give me an opening start. And, and when I got that opening bid of 800000 I never dismiss the buyer or, or make them feel embarrassed. But I do say to them, thank you for your opening bid of 800000 You know, I, I did ask for it at any level. And, and you're technically $800,000 above everybody else at this stage. So well done. And I start clapping. And I actually get a big chuckle from the crowd. The other thing is, if I get a really ridiculously low offer, you know, let's say 50% lower than what it's quoted at, I will have a bit of a joke with the buyer and say, sir or ma'am, just because it's a buyer's market, that doesn't mean the home's halved in value. And everybody sort of looks at that and goes, well, that's exactly right. And, and the buyer, unfortunately, thinks to themselves, yeah, I shouldn't have I shouldn't have started the auction off at that figure. And, and then I'm quick to sort of put it back up to where it needs to be with a, with a vendor bid. But unfortunately, yeah, I'm seeing it quite often. Uh, it's normal. We just have to expect it. I think what, what we need to do as auctioneers 
engineers and agencies make sure that we've got a rebuttal very quickly so we can get the auction up to speed to where it needs to be? Well, it's not Armageddon and the world is an ending. So I think, you know, what you said is uh, on point. Let's have a look at the spring market, which is not too far away, potentially just around the corner. What positives can you see happening in your orbit and more importantly around Melbourne once we get there? I think that one of the main positive things that we're going to see in spring is the volume drastically increasing and the amount of auctions that we see. Look, at this point of time, volume has been significantly down, even on previous years. And, you know, I track our stats every month and I go through where we were sitting this time last year and the previous year and and whatnot and go through, okay, well, what is happening in this market and why has it been this way? And it's obvious that, you know, in this current market, we're, we're witnessing the interest rates really hurting the amount of bookings coming through and volume and also confidence in the marketplace. I think we're going to see the volume drastically increase in spring, I reckon two to three times what we're seeing now. We're going to see more buyers, and that's clearly evident because people are going to be less sick. There's going to be prettier gardens on display. People are more inclined to put their property on the market in spring because there's there's more fresh buyers that hit the marketplace. I also want to say, Craig, though, it doesn't necessarily mean a better result for for the seller. When you've got, yes, more buyers in the marketplace, you've also got more stock, which means the buyers are going to be spread a bit more evenly, which means there's going to be less demand for each property. Buyers are then going to be using other listings as examples to then speak to the other agent to say, oh, but that one there or, or that one there. And suddenly those conversations start popping up, which means it might actually severely affect what offers the buyers make for each property because they've got so much choice. So I think that's just one thing that our sellers need to bear in mind. Selling in isolation, not competition is always going to get you a better outcome, in my opinion. And there are some agents in the marketplace still struggling, aren't they, to get vendors to set a realistic reserve to sell under the hammer. So what advice or tips are you giving these agents to help with their pre-auction discussions with vendors? can't tell you how many phone calls I've received the last fortnight more in particular about, Fabian, what are you saying to your sellers? What are you saying to the agents to help get these reserve prices down? We've still got a large portion of sellers that just are stuck in that post-pandemic market and it's really affecting our clearance rates. And also, Craig, that actually affects the, the, the clearance rates as a whole because clearance rates are also depicted whether the agent is able to help educate the sellers in getting their reserves in line. Now, what I'm saying to them at the moment is we need to really explain the risk factors in setting a reserve too high. And what happens is in this market, Craig, when you've when you're in a buyer's market and the vendor set their reserve at a a very, very high level that logically doesn't make sense for a buyer, the moment that you set a reserve high, you're going to need to break the auction up. You're going to need to pause it. You're going to need to then go inside and speak to your seller and say to them, we haven't organically gotten to your reserve right now. And the danger of that is that you then make your buyers out there on the auction floor, start to rethink their bidding, overthink their strategy, and actually potentially even worse, get in their car and drive away. So I'm explaining the risk factors in setting their reserve that they could actually lose buyers midway through the auction. And what are you saying to your sellers? So I'm, I'm explaining to my sellers that there's two price points that go through a buyer's head during an auction, a logical price and, a, and an emotional price. So I'll say something like this. I'll say, logically, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, bidders are going to bid up to a level where they see value in your property. They're going to factor in comparable sales, market conditions, rent return, 
all this sort of things. They're going to be thinking with their head. Now, what happens is when a property logically goes up to that point, your buyers then want the property on the market because what we need to do then from here is we need to take your buyers from a logical price to an emotional price in a split second rather than allowing our buyers too much time to overthink their bidding. Once your buyers enter into an emotional state of mind, they start bidding with their heart, no longer their head, and a different set of fundamentals come into play like home ownership, fear of loss, the fact that they are going to end their real estate journey today. So when your buyers get emotional, they're more inclined to keep bidding because they're actually guaranteed to buy the home at that stage. Before it's on the market, they're no longer guaranteed to buy the home. They're just guaranteed negotiation rights, which doesn't guarantee them the keys after the auction. All right, we'll leave it there. Good on you, Fabian. You have yourself a fantastic Thursday and look forward to talking in a couple of weeks' time. Thank you, Craig. We'll speak to you then. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast. 